Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Earlier this week, he was pumping up his television show, which I think is bombing in the ratings. Loopy said it was doing well. But uh, why would he come on this show unless he was desperate? And, and yet, he's been in a couple of Tarantino movies. Where does that leave me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, do you, you buy in, a, you know, just raw hunches like that that have no foundation and logic the fact that this guy was in two tarantino flicks and mentioned him uh, should that be a sign that maybe tarantino has a shot here in the fountain of youth um no <laughs> <laughs> you're a horse whisperer what are you talking about kate we know that about you i do subscribe to the occult though obviously as i am with you today. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't be with us today, that's for sure. <laughs> Not after what you know about these appearances, yes. We need about uh, 20 seconds of Marv. He's supposedly considering hanging it up. Uh, you were paid a compliment on a private text I received from Harvey Pialkoff. Uh, when he heard you were going to be on the show, he says that you, hands down, over Steve Goldie Goldstein and oh, many wow. others that attempted, do the best Marv Albert Goldie of does anybody. Goldie a good Marv. In South Florida. Well, so if you could close it out for us, uh, thank us as Marv Albert, that would be great. Uh, well, I have only uh, one answer uh, to that, and it is uh, yes. It has always <laughs> been a pleasure uh, to be at either the 7th Avenue and to the left of Ed Jockerman or the 8th uh, Avenue and to the right of uh, Billy Smith or Billy <laughs> Willie Willis Reed, who may come back. You know, uh, Defoe and uh, Libby Willis did come back in a heroic fashion, but uh, once I hang it up, uh, that will be uh, it. Uh, now back to Chuck uh, and Sue. <laughs> Excellent job there uh, as Marv Albert. Craig Minervini. The time. Wake up with Defoe. Joined by Luby. Welcome to the Defoe Show. Spent a lot of my time there in my misspent youth, teenage wasteland. Welcome to the show on a fine Wednesday. Raring to go here. Jeff DeForest, Michael Luby Lubitz with you. 940 wins, 1230 the zone around the world. On the iHeartRadio app, quite a bit of diversity, quite a bit of variety will be featured on today's show. We'll delve into the National Football League with Jason Cole. Always great getting Jason Cole's insight. He doesn't agree with a lot of our bizarre theories. Uh, have you noticed that, Mike Luby-Lubitz? But he's not afraid to have a little fun with it. Yes, yes, I have. So uh, that is great. Uh, how are you, by the way, Mike Luby-Lubitz? You all right? I am doing well. How are you doing? Vaccine. I'm glad you asked. You don't have to turn on your love lights vaccine. We're trying to work on a song uh, along the uh, lyrics of Roxanne, right? The uh, Sting thing. Roxanne, that thing, it it kind of uh, sticks in your head there uh, when uh, you hear Sting uh, belting out, Roxanne. I don't know the rest of the lyrics, but uh, vaccine yesterday. Got the second (laughs) dose, man. Second dose. I was trying to look it up, but some rapper must have done a remake of that song, and the lyrics uh, don't coincide at all with anything that I would remember. To uh, Roxanne, was there a rapper out there? Was it that XP9 or whatever? I, oh, Existentation, maybe I don't know. Could have been anybody, but uh, nonetheless, uh, the lyrics. I just tried to Google the uh, lyrics here, and uh, sure enough, I, I'm looking at it, going, "That ain't the song I was looking for." What the heck is that? 
There's a lot of uh, bizarre language in there, but uh, nonetheless, the vaccine, I have to uh, tip my hat to a county commissioner. I don't know what party he belongs to. I'm going to assume that if he was elected to the commission in Broward County and also was a mayor in Broward County, that he's probably a Democrat. A gentleman named Mark D. Bogan. Mark D. Bogan. What a fine job this guy did at the uh, Skolnick Recreational Center at Palm Air, setting up the ability to get the vaccine, uh, which I was there two times, and both times the experience could not have been any more of a magic carpet ride, Luby. In fact, uh, I, I could almost feel this juice going into the veins there. And, uh, you know, you're thinking, I'm, I'm saved. That's it. This thing can't kill me now, right? Or at least uh, you would have to Supposedly. think I have a pretty good shot of surviving, no? <laughs> that's, what that's what we've heard. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it works, but but if it does, then good. I got it. Uh, great. And I know a lot of people are looking and trying to find a place, but uh, th- this couldn't have been any better of a setup. Mark D. Bogan deserves a lot of credit. And, and you know what's weird? Uh, I, I know this shouldn't be politicized, this whole business about getting a vaccine and overcoming COVID-19. It became... Unfortunately, uh, a battleground on the political front probably cost Trump the election, I, I would think, right, his uh, handling of the whole COVID-19 thing, uh, maybe among other things. Uh, a lot of people still think. And, and is that true? I mean, is there any semblance of truth? Uh, where's Rudy Giuliani? Is he still screaming the thing was fixed? Because um, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, would agree with the people that are buying that, right? The Pillow guy got shut down at the CPAC of all places <clears throat> for making these uh, bizarre and bogus claims. But uh, Mark D. Bogan, what, what do you think, Luby? A uh, guy in Broward County gets elected mayor and commissioner. Pretty good chance he's a Democrat. Yes, I would think would he's a Democrat. with him? Yes, yes. All right. And, and it's, you know, and not, as I was saying, it's something that shouldn't be politicized. But uh, nonetheless, at this site where uh, he set up just this wonderful system of getting the vaccine in, in Broward County for Broward County residents, I, I think it was uh, limited to Broward County residents. And uh, it could have been any easier. I mean, you could not have had a better time. You didn't have to sit in your car schwitzing there, worried that you were going to run out of gas for six hours at some stadium going, is there a game today? (laughs) It was just uh, amazingly uh, well-organized and set up. Uh, I was in and out of there this time in 25 minutes total. I I got there around 12 o'clock, and uh, 12.25 I was in my car on the way home after waiting out the 15 minutes where, you know, you're supposed to sit there and uh, see if you – you know, end up with dizzy spells or whatever, some bizarre reaction to the shot, which I, I had no reaction to it whatsoever, both times, Louis. The Pfizer For you, shot. not even your arm bothering yeah. you? Uh, you know what? Uh, there's like uh, maybe the slightest bit of soreness uh, in my uh, left arm or where the shot went in, but uh, I wouldn't know it. It wouldn't differentiate much from any normal soreness that I feel uh, because there's a term in horse racing, and it's not a particularly flattering one uh, when – Somebody asks you about a horse, and uh, you happen to have some inside information that this horse is having physical problems, and uh, you would just uh, look at the guy and say, nope, can't win today. She's a sore pig. And I'm a sore pig uh, when I get up every morning. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know what body part is going to be hurting. I mean, uh, my feet are bothering me, everything, right? Uh, Because you're out there exercising it nearing 70 and uh, things are going to start eventually and gradually just uh, deteriorating to the point where you feel like uh, every day you're falling apart like you're in a monty python movie or something and body parts are just going to be coming off but well organized by this uh, mark t bogan and they were handing out like a little um i guess you know one of those uh kind of flyers it wasn't really a flyer what what would you call it then now when you get those casino come-ons or anything in the mail on, uh, you know, like one one page. Marty the Party Sachs would know the terminology for this with his fine line printing. 
But they, they gave out a little card with uh, Mark D. Bogan and uh, some information about him. And, and they told you, well, th- this is all set up and the way that it's run so well uh, was because of this guy's efforts. And, and it's a shame to see. I mean, the people just don't care, right? Is it discourteous to just throw the card on the ground when you walk out the door? I didn't do that. I, I, I purposely saved it because I saw everybody just drop the card on the ground like it was a bunch of losing tickets from Oakland Park. I thought it was very disrespectful. I, I know I probably shouldn't have been handing this card out, but uh, doesn't he deserve a little credit for setting up? Probably, I, I would have to say, of all the experiences I've heard about, and I only went to this place, and I would not have been inclined to go line up at some park somewhere to get the shot. I would have just taken my chances, rolled the dice, say, hey, hey, come on, shoot it one time. And, uh, you know, I think the guy deserves a lot of credit. Mark D. Bogan, District 2 Commissioner and uh, former mayor of uh, one of the cities there in Broward County, northwestern uh, Broward County, and uh, also uh, his District 2 uh, his district two influence uh, uh, includes Pompano Beach. So uh, I was very lucky to get in there. Really. They'll be happy to report that I'm okay. No headaches, no body aches, no nothing, right? Some people told nice. me they felt like they'd been hit by a truck after getting uh, the uh, second vaccine especially. And uh, speaking of uh, Marty the Party Sacks, his lovely wife, Vicky, Marty had no reaction, right? He was kicking field goals over nice. the South Building here the next day. And uh, Vicky uh, was um, a little under the weather there for like 24, maybe 48 hours. Uh, I had other people tell me they were sick as a dog for three days. So uh, here we are, Luby, on the threshold of New Horizons nice. now. Although I am a little worried about the Luby wedding and the uh, gathering there with the people coming in from all over the country. Do you have people from other countries coming to this wedding? Not really. We have one. We have her aunt, uh, uncle, and two young cousins coming, and that's it. And it's not people. The travelers aren't where coming. Where are they from? Like Zimbabwe? There's, I mean, no, where, Domin- where are these people from? Dominican right. Republic. Um, all right. But that's it. Like, it, it's not a lot of travelers. They, I have a buddy coming from Vegas. Uh, who's Vegas. Very liberal. Um, I have a buddy oh coming God. from D.C. who's very liberal. Um, and so they're like no, very no, COVID aware. Why would you aware. distinguish that they were liberal? Is this going to be a political rally? That no, no, because I'm just for those uh, you've been talking about COVID awareness. They're like uber oh, COVID yeah. aware is what I'm saying. Like they're travelers, but they're ve- like they almost didn't come. The, the right wingers want to think that there is no disease. I mean, I, I guess no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it common. should be. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. Uh, it should There should be... a. Uh, uh, political lines when it comes to this i think like lives and safety is something we all should care about but sadly like you said it's been politically driven from the beginning for whatever that both sides both sides have driven it one way or the other and which makes no sense to me so i was just stop sitting in the fence clearly delineating that they are liberal in the sense that yeah they're traveling but they're very COVID aware so that's it very good and that's it like no one else is coming i feel pretty good about it right now i mean i think i'm gonna be okay i'm gonna be able to keep punching man so uh, that's there good. Go. A- anyway, the second shot was a, a breeze for me, and uh, nice. our thanks to Mark D. Bogan for setting that site up there at the Herb Skolnick. I think it was a recreational center on nice. the uh, grounds of Palm Air. Any relation? Did we ever find that out? Any rela- We should have asked Ethan no when he was on the show if uh, Ethan Scoop Skolnick is any relation to Herb Skolnick, the Zero. 
former mayor of Pompano Beach. I, think I still see that uh, big giant metal uh, pelican outside the uh, outside the new pier that they put up when they revamped uh, the pier there in Pompano Beach, and I think it's dedicated to Herb Skolnick and his brilliant mayoral <laughs> campaign <laughs> run mayoral. here in the city. You you say uh, you say uh, he's he's not around anymore, huh? I, I don't sure think he's related more. to Skol to Scoop. I don't know if he's alive or not. I just don't think he's related right. to Scoop. Dead or alive, Herb Skolnick. And here's the thing, Luby, and this is not an easy business sometimes, right? Uh, and I uh, was uh, writing many, many baseball stories on deadline and basketball stories on deadline in my days as a newspaper reporter for two great metropolitan newspapers, the Fontana Herald News, a 5,000 circulation daily that was out in the middle of nowhere. Real fish wrap, this paper. And the Ontario Daily Report, also known as the Daily Distort, which was in the neighboring town but was a much bigger deal. I mean, that was a step up the journalistic ladder when I went to the Daily Report. It wasn't exactly like, you know, LV, the lovely and talented one, starting out at the Boston Globe there with that uh, great group of sports writers. Uh, Jim Bryant was the sports editor of the Ontario Daily Report, and I don't know that Jim knew what day it was. <laughs> it was pretty bizarre. When, I mean, shouldn't the leader of an organization be somebody that you have respect for their work? Like, if you're an aspiring writer like I was at the time, uh, you know, it would be nice to know that the sports editor was like Eddie Pope or something, right? Where you thought, wow, I mean, this guy's distinguished. He's been up for Pulitzer Prizes, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, well-respected all around the journalistic world. This guy, I couldn't put a sentence together. And uh, he was the sports editor. But uh, like me, and uh, he was a very generous and kind man. I'll never forget uh, Jim Bryant because... It's one of those uh, things, uh, you know, when you're a young hotshot and you're thinking, <laughs> Eddie, old buzzer just left the office. Let's go cover the Angels game instead of that high school game we were supposed to do. Uh, but uh, I wrote a lot of stories on, on Deadline. And every now and then it would happen, right, where you try to get ahead of the pace, Luby. I'm not sure uh, if you ever had this experience in, in any of your radio and broadcasting reporting, but uh, where the story changed entirely after you had already written the lead, can you picture, uh, you know, I mean, yes, you're, you're sitting sure. there, it's getting late, you know, you have an 11.30 deadline, you have to get the copy in by 11.30 or it's not making the paper, the paper to paper, as Johnny Two Times would say. And so it's like 11.15 and it's 7-2 Angels and you're thinking, okay, they're going to get these guys out, uh, I'll fill in the score later, which uh, you should always include somewhere in the beginning paragraph, right? The score, probably the most important thing. I'm not sure that that's in vogue today, that type of writing, who, what, when, where, and why. Because uh, often when I'm doing these DeForest files, I don't even know what the who, what, when, where, and why is until I get to the final sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, I, I was looking at the anatomy of a steel, which we were talking about this uh, deal yesterday on a show in the last couple of days uh, in light of the Luka Doncic card selling for $4.6 million. What do you think a Trey Young card is worth, a Trey Young rookie card? I would imagine nowhere close to that. No, no, no. But 50, 100, whatever. Trey Young. All right, so Trey Young, uh, he goes 3 for 14 in the game on Sunday night, Trey Young. And I like Trey Young. I mean, I'm surprised, actually, that he is as effective as he is in the NBA. Didn't you think this guy would just get knocked around and be too slight to possibly take the rigors of NBA pressure? Like uh, you just pictured him running into a brick wall and maybe feeling like Rick Mahorn had made a comeback when he was going to make those flashy drives into the paint. And a pure chucker. I mean, uh, Jim Laranega is going to join us later on. And, of course, uh, he embraced the whole concept of what constitutes being a chucker. I mean, a guy that's going to shoot from 35 feet has either no conscience or is just a straight-up chucker. Now, 
Trey Young had been uh, ice cold. He hadn't done anything in this ball game last night. So I decided to go ahead and dissect the meaning of this deal. Luka Doncic for Trey Young essentially was a draft day trade between the Dallas Mavericks and the Atlanta Hawks. Now the Hawks also got a subsequent 2019 unprotected pick in that deal. And they got Trey Young, who, uh, if you look at the numerology, Luby, there isn't that much difference between Doncic and Trey Young. The funny now, thing is, gets more rebounds. Yeah, he's put up point-wise more points than Doncic. Like, he is a legitimate player. He's a good player. He's just not an MVP no candidate. You would have to think, though. I mean, it's enormously lopsided. The the fact that Dallas got Luka Doncic and, and Atlanta ended up with Trey Young instead of having Doncic, who they already had the rights to. And, of course, uh, they dealt him uh, to Dallas. Dallas takes Doncic and uh, went with the number three pick in that draft. And Trey Young goes number five, uh, probably as previously designated. I don't know if the Hawks take Trey Young number five because you, Mr. Draft Guru, Mr. Draftnik, are probably well aware that Trey Young uh, was probably projected to be, what, around uh, 10 through 15 in that year's draft? Yeah, it weird. like they, they went way up to get him, right? No, no, I mean... His year was weird because for the most of the season, he was friggin' amazing. Like, he led the country in points and assists, something that rarely has ever happened. And he did it by a lot. Like, he was special all year. And then near the end of the year, he sort of got figured out because, like you're saying, he was sort of a chucker. Like, teams would double him up. And he became frustrated and frustrating. So, like, he sort of fell a little bit. But most of the season, he was a top five guy. By the time the draft came around, he was, like, in that six to, like, 12 range. But it, it wasn't a shock if someone took him in the top five because that's the thing with Trey Young is he had a high ceiling and a low floor. Like, he's a guy that you thought could give you flashes and he could be Steph Curry and he could also be a disaster, be a chucker and be like Deion Waiters-ish, you know? Like, you didn't know what the hell you were going to get out of Trey Young in the NBA. Doesn't shoot an extremely high percentage uh, even on three-point shots, uh, but, wow, I had a, a deadly fourth quarter against the heat last night so uh, i i sat down um, looking at a blank page right the, the old traffic thing staring at empty pages without a single freaking idea in your head <laughs> and, and i'm thinking you know and I, i'm not like you i'm not as talented as you are i can't just wing these editorials Luby. i feel like there should be something different to him a different type of feel like with the d Volkswagen, deal Volkswagen, the forest files, it shouldn't sound like everything else that you do, where you're just kind of idly rambling and scrambling and trying to put thoughts together, and you have these so-called, and, and a lot of uh, people in, in radio management over my career have uh, felt like, well, that stream of consciousness thing, that, that really doesn't work anymore, ah. you know? Uh, you know, I mean, it's possible, right? I, I've heard that. I mean, I've heard all the criticisms, and uh, yet here I am. But here. Uh, So I sit down thinking, all right, I'm going to, Talk about how this trade was lopsided. And I start looking at the numbers, and actually Trey Young is right there, toe-to-toe for the most part, with Luka Doncic. But you would have to say that Doncic is a much more respected player as a winning player. Now, is that a byproduct of the team that he's on, uh, where he has more help than Trey Young? So, And Trey Young's having a horrible game last night. Not horrible, but he's not doing anything. He's uh, of zero impact in this game that somehow Atlanta is leading all the way after firing their coach. So just as I finish, like, the final words of this deal, Volkswagen to Forest Files, what happens? Trey Young catches fire. Yep. <laughs> and all of the things that I was implying about the fact that Doncic is much more of a guy that is impactful on, on winning than Trey Young will be, he flat out just single-handedly wins the game against the Miami Heat. 
who were staggering. I mean, uh, poor Eric Reed, he was on a brick count the entire game. Well, that's two for 15 from three-point land. And somebody would fire another brick. That's two for 16 from three-point That's the thing that, like, without Jimmy Butler, they should still be able to win, and they did the other day. But they that's the problem with the Bams and the heroes of the world. Like, Dragic is consistent. You can count on Dragic. Hero and Bam are so inconsistent. Like, Bam last night, that was his stage to take over. Like, he should have been the dominant force, and they should have been able to win that game. He had 11-2. and two. Did he get hurt? Like, I don't know. I didn't get to watch the whole game, but, like, did he? I had to see. Maybe he had foul trouble. But 11-2? and two? Bam Adebayo in that game without Jimmy Butler can't give you 11-2. and two. All right, so if last night's game was not a good example of what I'm talking about and implying in today's deal Volkswagen to Forest Files, would you have scrapped it and started from scratch? That's the problem. Or just... Yep, that's the problem. I've done that with tweets where I wrote these really well thought out tweets yeah. at the Dolphins game. Right and it was like the yeah. fourth quarter because I, I didn't want to stay to the end because you don't want to deal with the traffic. The traffic leaving when there's actual fans at a Dolphins game is like a pain in the ass. So I'll be like, all right, I'm going to leave in the third. This game's over. Let me send this tweet out so I don't have to worry about it. And then right when yeah, I would leave, seems- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Sucks. You'd hear that roar. <sighs> and it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, I just wanted to work the name of the GM of the Hawks into a story here. Travis Schlenk. Rhymes with Schmank. Schlenk, okay. Uh, I'm not sure that he, he's a Schmank. Uh, he actually had some success, uh, supposedly deserves some credit for retooling Golden State to the team that became Monsters and has been in charge of this rebuild with the Hawks, which uh, is taking uh, an inordinate amount of time, is it not? I mean, it's almost getting to Philadelphia-type status here. Travis Schlenk. But it was weird because he, he fired the coach, and you're thinking how much – I understand now, and I think this was touched on by uh, Eric Reed last night in the broadcast, that there may have been some uh, difficulties between Trey Young and the coach who got fired, Lloyd Pierce. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's possible, right? Uh, yep. So it doesn't necessarily fall into GM. So a lot of my theory is already shot to hell, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. Anatomy of a Steel is the name of the piece. All right, that's coming up later on, and uh, many interesting things happening here on the program. Jason Cole on the National Football League, always fun. We love talking baskets uh, regardless of the season. It's been a horror show, unfortunately, for the University of Miami, and uh, I place no blame, 0.0 Butarski no, no. blame. On our uh, beloved Coach L. They've been missing five guys, five. First of all, missing threes a lot. They've been missing five all year. And recently, I think they lost likes or something to where now they're missing six. It's like, okay, like what the hell are you supposed to do with that? They lost Monday to Virginia. They're 7-16 and on the season, and it's still a blast talking basketball with Jim Laranega. That's going to happen in the 9 o'clock hour of the show. 
And, uh, you know, not to ignore the people out there that are of an intellectual nature here on the program, uh, we're also going to speak with astrophysicist. How about that, Louie? You did this. I mean, this is all you. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson, a very popular figure in yes. astrophysics and uh, all manners of, of astronomy, man. I mean, this guy uh, knows his stuff, huh? And he's a lot of fun. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Well, that's the thing with him is... He's up there with, like, the Hawkins of the world. Like, he's probably the most famous scientist outside of Hawking. But he's not, like, some nerd. Like, he's become a part of the social consciousness. He did a, a thing on the Cosmos on Netflix that five or six years ago became huge. was, like, a big deal. He, like, I've seen him on entertainment shows, sports, news. Like, the dude is really, he'll put himself out there. He'll do interviews. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast for, like, an hour to two hours. Like, he's, like... It's very it's interesting because for a scientist he's very relatable. Like, I think he's from New York. He has like an accent, like from New York. Like the dude is Went very relatable. Yeah, uh, the uh, I mean the Duke uh, has to like this guy, right? Neil deGrasse Tyson went to Harvard. Uh, we'll ask him if the planets are going to line up right for us to make a score at Gulfstream Park over the weekend. We'll see how he uh, feels about that question. All right, uh, so a lot of fun uh, coming up on the show. It should be a good time. Glad you guys tuned in to join us. Atlanta beats the uh, Heat last night, ninety-four to eighty. The Panthers are off today and will be in Nashville tomorrow. So we'll see if they can continue to have the success that they've had. Illinois crushes Michigan. Is that of any significance to you? That is, and that was weird. Well, because they're missing their best player. Michigan has ascended to the number two spot, surpassed Baylor, who eked out a win versus top ten West Virginia yesterday in overtime. They Michigan just pounded Ohio State. Michigan's been meeting all these top ten teams. They look like they're the one, one of the two teams – that can fight with Gonzaga, who's looked un- unstoppable. And then they go and play Illinois without their best player and get annihilated. Like, that sort of Crushed shook them, the yeah. world. I like, agree. it was re- really weird. People weren't putting Illinois in that breath, and now it seems like they deserve to be right there. All right, we're going to run. Uh, we're coming back with more. A deal Volkswagen the Forest Files later on and uh, see what you think. I think it's still relevant. The uh, stuff I had to say, I-, I didn't want to have to change the entire lead in the first 10 paragraphs <laughs> and then. That always sucked, too. You'd have the whole story written, and then all you had to do was plug in the final score, and then boom, there goes a three-run home run. Yep. <laughs> and it turns the entire game around. So now everything that you wrote is irrelevant, and you got four minutes to scramble and write another article, or it doesn't make the paper. Back with more in a moment. Now that. The time. The paper, the paper. It's 628. You guys with us, Jeff DeForest, Mike Luby. Luby, it's a Luby Tuesday. On 940 wins, 1230 The Zone, and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Always great to have this gentleman on talking basketball. Been covering the NBA for a long time, now with Heavy.com. You can find his work at Forbes Sports as well. The great Sean Devaney joins us here on the program. Sean, how are you, my friend? Doing well. How are you guys? Uh, Not so good. You know what? I'm looking at this thing. I mean, this is uh, kind of an aside here, but uh, I was reading this little article about how a Luka Doncic Rookie card just sold for four point six million dollars. I mean, do they have a TMZ picture of him having sex with Mark Cuban? What what could make a card <laughs> worth four point six million dollars when the guy's been in a league like three years? You know, I used to get those books like way back when I was a kid, and they would list the prices of all the cards, you know, by year and all that stuff. And, and I, the back I, I, and all the, I, I never once, uh, you know, opened the book and saw. Uh, uh, you know, a four with with six zeros after it—that's for sure. 
Now, did you collect baseball cards or any kind of cards as a kid? Because uh, the first thing we sure. did was destroy the rookie cards. I mean, I had several yeah. Kanye Stremski rookie cards. We couldn't pronounce his name. <laughs> had no idea he was going to become one of the great ball players of all time. And they were the first ones to go down the sewer. It was unbelievable. <laughs> In the spokes of the bike, right? <laughs> yes. So you did do that. Yeah, very good. I'm oh, glad we're on the same page with that thing. Luka Doncic, $4.6 million. Well, well, he's worth a lot. I, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> Is it eventually going to cost the Atlanta GM his job? They just fired a coach in between games here with the Miami Heat, uh, and I couldn't help but think, had the Heat not rattled off a 10 nothing run with three minutes to go, is Lloyd Pierce coaching the Atlanta Hawks tonight? Yeah, uh, you know, they certainly seem to uh, to, to put him out of a job there. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, Atlanta, you know, they're a funny team because they, they went out and they – spent a bunch of money and they they brought in uh, a bunch of guys not everybody's been healthy they haven't they haven't really had a cohesive season uh and the coach winds up taking the fall for that um you know that's kind of the classic uh, uh case of uh, uh the gm uh, telling the owner hey we got to get rid of this guy he's he's underachieving when in fact the guy who put the roster together together travis schlank uh is probably the one to blame because uh, uh you know they they brought in some pieces gallinari and, and bogdanovich like i said not 100 percent healthy uh, but those guys haven't been healthy all throughout their career this this was predictable so um yeah you know the coach uh, uh, is always going to be the guy that takes the fall well, especially you watch uh, Doncic night after night coming through uh, with just clutch plays, and then we saw – and I'm kind of a fan of Trey Young. I, I think he's done better as a pro than I would have anticipated. I, I thought he was going to have a rough time because of his size, and I didn't know if he was going to be able to chuck up those 35-footers on a consistent basis. But we just watched him go three for 14, and you have to figure the guy that made that draft day trade, <laughs> giving away the rights to Doncic uh, for Trey Young, uh, probably would be the one who's uh, – contract uh, it was just one step away from the shredder no yeah uh you know and and uh you know we've already seen one guy uh Roddy Divac in in Sacramento uh kind of take the fall basically for not drafting uh uh Luka Doncic he took uh uh he went with um uh, Marvin Bagley, uh, and, uh, and and he's no longer in his job. You could make the case that uh, that the same should be done uh, in Atlanta as well, and then and probably in Memphis, although there was some question at the time. Memphis had the number four pick, some question at the time whether Memphis would have, uh, uh, um, you know, whether they would have, uh, whether Doncic would have wanted to play there, basically. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Doncic, uh, you know, you look back, and uh, it's hard to believe that he wasn't the number one pick uh, in that draft, and look at how uh, uh, how well he's played. Haunting a lot of teams, much the way Justin Herbert is haunting many teams, including <laughs> our uh, right. our own Miami Dolphins right now. Heavy dot com Forbes Sports is where you find Sean Devaney's work. Uh, he's with us uh, and a longtime NBA uh, cover uh, covered the NBA for a long, long time. All right, uh, you you know you're familiar with Luby and his positions on things. Uh, he had thrown in the towel on the Miami Heat. It was an awful season. He figured Pat Riley had lost it. Uh, it was over. It was very uh, reminiscent of when he signed all those guys after that team won 11-30 and 30 and then reversed it, and he gave everybody all these big, fat contracts who turned out to be nothing more than uh, average journeyman by NBA standards. But suddenly they're on a uh, 6-0 run here, and uh, who knows how Atlanta will respond to their coach getting fired tonight. Back to 500. Uh, where do you position the Miami Heat in the overall picture, Sean Devaney? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they're 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 sort of back where they should be in the in the in the first, uh, you know, four or five teams in the Eastern Conference. The East is uh, a little screwed up right now, um, but you know, I, I think that they're go- they've gone through what a couple of other teams have gone through. We've seen this in the league. Um, you know, when 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 you have a situation where a bunch of guys are out because of the COVID stuff. Um, and, and it really just sort of torpedoes a, a whole section of the season. Uh, and it's taken longer, I think, because of the lack of practice time, because of the, the condensed schedule. It's taken longer for a lot of these teams to bounce back once they are whole. Uh, you know, Boston is a good example. Uh, they went through that at the end of January. They're just now starting to play better. Uh, Dallas is another team that, uh, uh, you know, had high expectations, had COVID issues early on. Uh, and, and, and just now they've won eight out of the last 10. So, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're getting things turned around, but it's just now, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's taken longer, I think, because you don't have the practice time, uh, and, uh, and because you are just getting game after game after game, uh, you know, you see many teams really struggling, uh, uh, to recover from that COVID stuff, uh, uh, when it hits and, 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 you know, I think Miami's right there with Boston and, and Dallas and, and now they're really hitting their stride. I think they still need another move. I think there's, there's, you know, if they're going to be a, a serious contender this year, uh, I think they would need another move. But, uh, uh, but certainly they're back to playing where I think you would have expected. Coming to you from the Office Only Studios, Zephos at the Barefoot Beach Villas, Rebel Laboratory, talking about NBA with Sean Devaney covers the league for Heavy.com and Forbes Sports. And you just said it. That's what I've been keeping my eye on, not only with the Heat, Sean, but some of these other teams like the Nets. Yeah, their offense is great, but their defense, their rebounding is, I think, going to be the thing that really hurts them when they get against the Western Conference if they do, and like most people expect them to make it to the NBA Finals, for a Heat or a Celtics, two teams that were thinking they had Finals aspirations. It feels like they're missing something, both the Celtics and the Heat. What moves do you think are going to be made as we come, I don't know about Blockbuster, but these little moves, like we saw last year, the Heat get a Jay Crowder and an Iguodala that helped propel them to the Finals. Like, What are some of these moves you think will happen before we get to the All-Star break slash trade deadline? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know that the Heat will make a major move. Um, you know, I think that uh, uh, obviously Oladipo has been on their radar for a while, and uh, and that would require, uh, you know, a pretty significant amount of uh, salary outgoing to match. Uh, they could make that happen. Uh, but, uh, but you know, I think that's, uh, uh, that's a riskier thing. I think, uh, uh, you know, something more along the lines of a P.J. Tucker, um, you know, somebody like that, Rudy Gay, has been connected with the Heat as well. Uh, so, you know, so, somebody like that, sort of that Jay Crowder type of, uh, uh, t- type of move, I think that that's uh, in the wheelhouse for the Heat. Is that going to be enough to, to, to help them keep up with the Nets? Probably not, but I think that when you look at where they are, what they want to do in the off season, they they, they are still focused on uh, on signing a free agent this summer. Uh, you know, it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be difficult for them uh, to make a major move that'll that'll keep them on the level of Brooklyn. I do expect them to do something though. You know, I think Philadelphia is probably the other team that I'd watch closely at the trade deadline because they do have plenty of assets. Uh, you know, Tyrese Maxey, the kid that they drafted, they've been very impressed with. A lot of teams are uh, want him. Uh, if they decide that they're willing to trade him, then they could be the team that gets Oladipo. They could be a team that gets Kyle Lowry. And, and I think that that puts them, you know, closer to Brooklyn and, and gives them a legit chance uh, against a team like the Nets. Everybody else, it's really hard to see, like, one transaction that's going to significantly change uh, Boston or Toronto enough uh, to, to, to get them on Brooklyn's level. 
couple more things with Sean Devaney here on 940 Winds, 1230 The Zone, and around the world on the iHeartRadio app. Catch Sean's work at heavy.com and also with Forbes Sports. All right, maybe we were wrong about this guy because these numbers suggest a, a guy who's playing hard and is hustling, and we've seen this with the Nets, who defeated San Antonio in overtime last night, 124-113. James Harden with Durant out of the lineup. You figure he's going to score more. He gets 30 points in a game. That is no big surprise, but backs it up with 14 rebounds and 15 assists, and he's been throwing some great passes. I mean, really been a cohesive force and uh, an integral part of any success the Nets are having on offense uh, while they're giving up 120 points a game on the other end of the court. But, uh, wow, I mean, th- this is almost a vital transformation for James Harden, the kind of guy that y- you would have loved to have seen night in and night out when he was just hanging on to the basketball for 23 and a half seconds every possession with Houston. Yeah, this is uh, – this uh, we, we did see this from him from time to time in Houston, and, and, and there were times where he looked – fantastic as you know he had the mvp year um you know where where he did look like a guy who was trying to make his teammates better as well as putting up his own numbers uh the problem is that yeah we didn't see that consistently enough um and 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 the rockets sort of acknowledged that and designed their system around all right well let's just let james have the ball for 23 seconds and uh and uh and go from there uh you know let's let's get a team that supports that uh and uh and and you know they had a fair amount of success obviously couldn't get over the hump but uh uh yeah so we, we we've seen this from james before i think he's very motivated with uh, uh with the way that the, the, the season started and 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 all the hits that he took um and and i think we're seeing what a, what what a motivated james harden looks like uh you know the question is when the bumps in the road come, where's, where's, where's James Harden going to be? Um, you know, is, is Kevin Durant uh, enough to kind of uh, hold that team together? I mean, they have three very fragile guys in, 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 in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and, and, and James Harden. Uh, and, uh, and you could easily see that team collapsing once some adversity hits. But the talent level is just so overwhelming that you have to wonder that, hey, you know, maybe there's not going to be any adversity uh, because they've got three guys who are just so good offensively. I don't know where you stood on this, but uh, I wasn't necessarily convinced that Zion Williamson was a cinch to make it in the NBA. You thought, okay, it's one thing you're scoring inside uh, against, uh, you know, the three people that are around you from Wake Forest. But in the NBA, these big men are just going to start pounding on him and his lack of size might, you know, not be able to overcome his overall quickness advantage. But man, he's been great, huh? Zion Williamson, and he's shooting like 112% from the field, and <laughs> he does it with a variety of moves. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he does, because of his size, you know, he's not, uh, uh, I think he's, what, 6'5", uh, so he's got to be creative with, with the way that he gets uh, gets a look at the rim, uh, and he is, and, you know, he's got he's got really good footwork. You know, he's, he's, he's a guy, obviously, look, you're going to worry about him long term, uh, because I think he's just naturally thick. You know, I just think he's naturally a guy uh, who is uh, uh, going to carry a lot of weight. He's going to put a lot of pressure on those knees. He's already had uh, a knee surgery, as we know. So, you know, I, I, yeah, you're going to be concerned about that in the long term. But I think in the short term, you see the uh, uh, the explosiveness and, and, and the creativity and that footwork. You know, that's, that's what really set. You know, so many guys come into the league having to learn footwork, uh, and I think that's something that scouts were, uh, were were very impressed with him right from the beginning was that uh, was that this is a guy who wasn't going to have to learn that. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, Sean Demony, heavy doc.
kind of question is that? What kind of a question is that? How could you ask me a question like that? Answer my question! The question, jerk! It's time for today's mini trivia challenge. Rides by the great people at Gulfstream Park. The championship meet is on. They're racing Wednesday through Sunday. That's right. It cranks up today. Place your bets at firstbet.com. For today's challenge, we turn to the world of cinema. The great poker flick, Rounders, featured a scene in a bathhouse where John Turturro, as the character Kanish, sees Matt Damon's character come in looking for money after getting busted up physically by some upstate cops for cheating in their game. Today's Gulfstream Park Championship question is, what boxer does Turturro say Damon looks like when he sees the bruises on his face? Was it Tommy Morrison, Dwayne Bobbitt, Chuck Wepner, or Butterbean Esch? That answer in a moment. The championship meet is on at Gulfstream Park. Place your wagers at firstbet.com and get in on all the exciting action as the three-year-old campaign unfolds, culminating in one of racing's most exciting and majestic days, the running of the Florida Derby. Racing Wednesday through Sunday, the top trainers, jockeys, and horses are here set to compete in another blockbuster season of Gulfstream Park racing. Be a part of the exciting thoroughbred racing at Gulfstream Park. Establish a first bet account today and get into the game. There is no greater thrill in sport than the pulsating pace and chase to the wire of the glorious racing and intense competition taking place on the track at Gulfstream Park. Hallandale Beach Boulevard and US-1, for the latest information on dates, events, and fan access, log on to gulfstreampark.com. Tatura looks at Damon's face and says, what happened to you? You look like Dwayne Bobbitt. That's today's mini trivia challenge. Brought to you by the people at Gulfstream Park. You can place your wagers at firstbet.com. There's more fan access available at gulfstream.com slash events for all the exciting action of Gulfstream Park's championship meet. little satchel full of cash with Sepp as he was whisked out of the building there and into a nondescript white van where he'd quickly deposited that money in some gravesite somewhere where nobody could find it. All right, so we're coming back with a lot more. Just getting started here on this fine Wednesday, and many things happening. Astrophysics on the show with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Jason Cole on the NFL, Coach Larry Nagel later on, your telephone calls. I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby Lubitz, and we're back with more in a moment. Now that. The time astrophysics luby imagine on this show it's seven o'clock it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.